Today, November 3rd, 2008, is the eve of Election Day. Tomorrow, the eyes of the world turn towards the U.S. to see who we will pick to govern ourselves. Whether it will be a man born in Panama and raised in Virginia, or a man born in Hawaii, raised both there and in Indonesia. Whether our next leader will be a graduate of the Naval Academy and a POW survivor, or a former community organizer in Chicago's South Side and a graduate of Columbia University and Harvard Law School. Both Republicans and Democrats listen to this podcast, and I've spoken with both about their beliefs. And more so than making one decision or another, I simply want to encourage my listeners to make an informed decision. Look at the major issues, the economy, the Supreme Court, Social Security, the war, taxes, health care, multilateral negotiations and foreign policy, abortion, immigration, Social Security, and education. Take time today or tonight, if you haven't done so already, and do some research to find out where both candidates stand. Picking a president is not something you should do with just your heart, but also with your mind. Take a look at the big picture and don't let your vote be swung by one position. While an issue like abortion may be important to you, it's simply ludicrous to think you would make someone president of the United States simply to discount Roe v. Wade, which unfortunately I think much of Christian conservative America is willing to do. Once again, look at the big picture, at their backgrounds, their voting records, think about the change you want to see in the U.S., and really try to understand which candidate is going to get you there. So with that, I have a very special election mix this week from Miami's DJ Control, and while I haven't asked him, I'm sure dozens of hours went into this mix to make it truly an artistic masterpiece, a mixture of quotes and music. I couldn't help but think this was the perfect piece for a day like today. So do me a favor. Whether you're listening in the U.S. or abroad, please visit myspace.com cntrl and make friends with him. Show him some love for letting me share this wonderful mix with you. And without further ado, it's the election mix. Have you ever considered any real freedoms? Freedoms in the opinion of others, even the opinions of yourself. Most Americans love their country. The rights we have under our Constitution were paid for in blood by our founding fathers and with the lives of untold American servicemen and women. The ultimate sacrifice these patriotic Americans have made allows us a freedom that's unmatched in any other country in the world. But what if an unexpected enemy threatened to remove all liberty protected by our Constitution and to substitute in its place a complete police state dictatorship that knows no law limited only by its own whim. The following program is an urgent wake-up call. There's an old saying, it has just fooled me once. Shame on Shame on you. You fool me, we can't get fooled again.
driven by fear into an age of unreason if we dig deep in our history and our doctrine. And remember that we are not descended from fearful men, not from men who feared to write, to associate, to speak, and to defend the causes that were for the moment unpopular. We can deny our heritage and our history, but we cannot escape responsibility for the results. We proclaim ourselves, indeed, as we are, the defenders of freedom wherever it continues to exist in the world. But we cannot defend freedom abroad by deserting it at home. something so great that it, it is now completely sort of like separate, parallel, but different from 
the rules of reality and the rules of history. This country fucks up by sort of allowing ourselves to believe that we are above that, allowing ourselves to believe that we live on a moral high ground, when in reality, we're just the fucking same as every other dirty-ass, raw government out there. We want fuel, we want power, we want control, um, we want money. It completely comes through money. It's what I'm, it's what I'm about. It's, it's the thing that I feel that I want to express artistically, you know what I mean? It's the, it's the viewpoint that I'm grounded in, that I come from, the fear of power. You know, in order to spark, like, you know, people's minds, you have to take the extreme point of view, or else motherfuckers aren't gonna listen. The moments told us that they would buy us for bread and circuses, for food and entertainment. They would feed us, they would entertain us, and at the end of the day, we would have nothing but food and entertainment. So laugh and enjoy, because that's all that you'll ever have. It's my desire, if not my duty, to try to talk to the journeyman with some candor about what is happening to radio and television. And if what I say is responsible, I alone am responsible for the same. Our history will be what we make it. If there are any historians about 50 or 100 years from now, they will there find evidence of decadence, escapism, and insulation from the realities of the world in which we live. We are currently wealthy, fat, comfortable, and complacent. We have a built-in allergy to unpleasant or disturbing information. Our mass media reflect this. But unless we get up off our fat surpluses and recognize that television in the main is being used to distract, delude, amuse, and insulate. Then television and those who finance it, those who look at it, and those who work at it may see a totally different picture. Americans were willing to do their part through protests and struggles on the streets and in the courts through a civil war and civil disobedience and always a great risk to narrow that gap between the promise of our ideals and the reality of the time. This union may never be perfect, but generation after generation has shown that it can always be perfected. And today, whenever I find myself feeling doubtful or cynical about this possibility, what gives me the most hope is the next generation. The young people whose attitudes and beliefs and openness to change have already made history. They must never succumb to despair or cynicism. They must always believe that they can write their own destiny. A good appropriating sample has good policy of its own, and it has a strong reference that evokes cultural resonance as well. Sound is always a reflection of the social conditions and environment we live in. It's a mirror. It has expanded the mind of men and caused a new wave of thought to sweep across Europe. And the ultimate destiny of men is no longer confined. I think we can all stand taller now. We are truly facing the prospects of a bright new age. Man needs a cutting edge as he hunts for the truth. We are patriotic citizens, too, because we care about the long-term effects of what we do and not just short-term ass-kicking to soothe our inner child. Patriotism is defined as love of country, caring about its people, caring about the environment and how we affect other people and their ecosystems. Patriotism does not mean giving blind loyalty and a blank check to George W. Bush. It is our patriotic duty to guard this country against people hiding behind the flag and God bless America Uber Alice using the war on terrorism to terrorize us. To terrorize us. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow and that is a... Again, five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today, and we will leave you with a... I can't do it. 
We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. 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 Mr. Speaker. unprecedented measures to protect our people and defend our homeland. One by one, the terrorists are learning. We are building a culture to encourage international terrorism. Rock and roll music is the main weapon. Yeah. <laughs> 
wog, he flaps his Texas twisted tongue. Poor lined up to kill in desert slums for oil that boiled beneath the desert sun. Now we speak flame, flipped his game. All the targets are taking aim. All targets are taking aim. Where the targets are taking aim. Trusting in the sanity and restraint of the United States is not a strategy and it is not an option. Welcome to fear. It's impossible to words describe what is necessary to those who do not know what horror means. Horror. Horror has a face. signs of violence. Close your mind, close your eyes, see with your heart. How do you forgive the murderer of your father? The ink of a scholar is worth a thousand times more than the blood of a martyr. Uh, we came through the storm. On our necks and a smallpox blanket to keep us warm on a 747 on the Pentagon lawn. Wake up, the alarm clock is connected to a bomb. Anthrax lab on a West Virginia farm. Shorty ain't learn to walk, already heavily armed. Civilians and little children is especially harm. Camouflage Taurus, Bibles and glorious Qurans. The books that take you to heaven and let you meet the Lord there. Have become misinterpreted reasons for warfare. Reread them with blind eyes, I guarantee you there's more there. Rich must be blind, cause they ain't see the poor there. Need to open up a park, just close 10 schools, we don't need them. Can you please call the fire department? They down here marching for freedom. Burn down ATVs, turn ATVs on to teach them and move. The more money that they make, the more money that they make, the better and better they live. Whatever they want to take, whatever they want to take, whatever, whatever it is. The more that you want to learn, the more that you try to learn, the better and better it gets. Man, see 
that we all brothers Not cause things the same Because we lack the same color And that's gray Now that's man Can't burn his cross Cause he can't afford the gasoline Now if a Muslim woman Strapped with a bomb on the bus With the seconds running Give you the jitters Just imagine an American-based Christian organization Planning the poison water supplies To bring the second coming quicker Nigga They ain't living properly Break them off with a little democracy Turn their whole culture to a mockery Give them Coca-Cola for their property Give them gum, give them guns, get them young, give them fun But if they ain't giving it up, then they ain't getting none And don't give them all, now, man, just give them some It's the paper, some of these cops must be Al-Qaeda, nigga, uh of government for the public safety, Churchill said, is absolute and requires no mandate. It is, in fact, the prime object for which governments come into existence. In forgetting that, the current administration did not merely damage itself. It damaged our confidence in our ability to rely on whoever is in the White House. The realities of the region are such that New Orleans is going to be largely uninhabitable for a lot longer than anybody is yet willing to recognize. Lord knows when the last body will be found, or the last artifact of the levee break dug up. Could be next March, could be the year 2100. By then, in the muck and toxic mire of New Orleans, they may even find our government's credibility. If it keeps on raining, levee's gonna break. If it keeps on raining, levee's gonna break. When the levee breaks, Stars in the PM, and I love the sunrise, so I step out in the AM. The street is black and shiny from the nightly rain. The glory of the light brings evaporation. Mornings fresh, oxygen cleanest. I take a deep hit, help my mind stay the greenest. I'm already awake, so I'm not drinking coffee. Don't want a cigarette, cause it's a form of slavery. Walk into the store, cause I need a few items. The sun heats my blood, like a hit of vitamins. I need to buy some food, some pool for my dreads. I can't remember why, but I need a spool of thread. Well, a man with dirty dreads, he steps around the corner. He asks me for a dime, a nickel or a quarter. I don't have any change, so I'm stepping along. But as I'm walking past, he sings to me a song. There's a hole in the bucket. There's a hole in the There's a hole in the bucket. 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 There
Early days picking up, cause I'm humming the song. The buses and the people all keep moving along. To the shopkeeper, I say, What's up? And I'm thinking about the man who's holding up the cup. I pay for all the stuff and get a pocket full of change. Well, should I give it to the man's a question in my brain? What's gonna happen if I give the man a dime? I don't wanna pay for another brother's wine. What's gonna happen if I give the man a quarter? Will he find a dealer and try to place an order? What's gonna happen if I give the man a nickel? Will he buy some food or some pork that's been picked? I'm not responsible for the man's depression. How can I find compassion in the midst of a recession? How can all these questions keep fucking with my head? And I still can't remember why I need a spool of thread. There's a hole in the bucket. choice if we are to continue on the path of a more perfect human. A corporate culture rife with inside dealing, questionable accounting practices, short-term greed. Washington dominated by lobbyists and special interests. Economic policies that favor the few over the many. Staring in my eyes just as I'm walking past. I'm trying to avoid him because I know he's going to ask. Me about the coinage that is in my pocket. But I don't know if I should put it in his bucket. I walk right past to think about it more. Back at the crib, I'm opening up the door. A pocket full of change, it don't mean a lot to me. My cup is half full, but his is empty. I put back on my cap and I start heading back. I reach into my pocket and I have a heart attack. Well, as I'm digging deep, I scream, oh no. There's nothing in the pocket but a great big hole. Well, I was busy thinking if he would buy a smack. The jingle in my pocket slipped through the cracks. No one has a change and it's fucking up my head. But now I know the reason why I had to buy the thing. A million, 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 a million
This has nothing to do with free market capitalism. This has to do with a managed economy, an inflationary system, corporatism, a special interest system. It has nothing to do with the failure of, of uh, free markets and capitalism. Yet we're resorting now, once again, to promoting more and more government. Long term, this is disastrous because everything we're doing here, everything we've done for six months, we've already pumped in $700 billion. This is going to destroy the dollar. That's what you should be concerned about. Yeah, Wall Street's in trouble. There's a lot of problems. And if we don't vote for this, there's going to be problems. But believe me, if you destroy the dollar, you're going to destroy a worldwide economy. And that's what we're on the verge of doing. You will not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on Skag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox in four parts without commercial interruptions. The revolution will not give your mouth sex appeal. The revolution will not get rid of the nubs. The revolution will not make you look five pounds thinner because the revolution will not be televised, brother. NBC will not be able to predict the winner at 8.32 on report from 29 districts. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be right back after a message about a white tornado, white lightning, or white people. You will not have to worry about a dove in your bedroom, the tiger in your tank, or the giant in your toilet bowl. The revolution will not go better with coke. The revolution will put you in the driver's seat. The revolution will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised. The revolution will be no rerun, brothers. The revolution will be live. that history is a wheel. Inconstancy is my very essence, says the wheel. Transformation in this nation's coming fast. It's coming fast. We all thought this empire would always last, would always last. Desperation, trepidation, we can't Worse than a hijacked plane, cause we running out of water in this acid rain. Our ore reserves are damn near tapped, and our antibiotics don't work for crap. Karma's a bitch, and it's too late to change. But I tell you what causes me grief and pain is my entire generation will eat on by without having to pay for the bleeding sky. Well, our sons and daughters will inherit the debt of a century's worth, giving birth to death. Some led us astray, and some just followed. Some like to pray, and some called us hollow. In the end, most walked a straight line, took what they got, and questioned no lie. Transformation in this nation's coming fast. It's coming fast. We all thought this empire would always last, would always last. Desperation. And a hijacked train Cause man reached the end of his time on this plane Acting like a little kid in denial Doing what we want until the final trial Oh, why, oh, why, oh, didn't we listen To the inner voice of our intuition Instead we zoned out on the television And passed the popcorn while being conditioned Masquerading around like we all some Christians But when a bum bigs, we don't give a smidgen Anything we can do to avoid the fact That we still have blood on a rusty axe If I were you, man, I would live it up Cause the days are numbered and no one gives a fuck Transformation in this nation's coming fast, it's coming fast. We all thought this empire would always last, would always last. Desperate. 
solidify our thinking and then move on. And so we form thought paradigms which allow us to get through our lives and become a little bit too rigid in the way we view information. Senator John McCain, Republican candidate for president, was supposed to be on the program tonight. But uh, he had to cancel the show because he's suspending his campaign because the economy is exploding. Here's a guy, by the way, I have nothing but the highest regard for this man because a true American hero, and as Bill Clinton said the other night, gave everything but his life yeah. uh, for America during the Vietnam War. We're in a, a sorry need and short supply of actual heroes like John McCain. When you call up, and you call up at the last minute and you cancel a show. Ladies and gentlemen, that's starting to smell. But here's what you do. Sure, there's an economic uh, crisis. And, and here's what you do if you're running for campaign in the middle of an economic uh, crisis and it's about to crater. So here's what happens. The economy is about to crater. You're, you're a, a senator, a fourth-term senator from Arizona. You go back to Washington. You handle what you need to handle. Don't suspend your campaign. You let your campaign go on, uh, shouldered by your vice presidential nominee. That's what you do. You don't quit. Yeah. We're suspending the campaign. With, with uh, John McCain, and he was nice enough to call me on the phone and said he was racing back to work. Yeah. And uh, our people here were told the, the Associates was getting on a plane immediately and racing back to Washington. And now we've just been told to take a look. Do we have another thing? This is going live. This area is right there. Doesn't Democratic. seem to be racing oh. to the airport, does he? This, this just gets uglier and uglier. I'm, I'm feeling bad for the man to have uh, participated in, in this. I mean, let's just punch up uh, Katie Couric's interview. And Keith, you can go back to wherever you okay. came from. Let's just see what he has to say here. This would be interesting. I wonder if he'll mention me. Hey, John, I got a question. You need a ride to the airport? <laughs> Now, I, I don't want to keep beating this thing, but it just, it, it really is starting to smell now because the, the, he, he says to me on the phone, as part of the, the national good, I understand, and I said, good luck, thank you for being a of the cause, and he said, maybe next time I'll come in, I'll, talk, I'll bring Sarah Palin, and I said, fine, whatever you need to do, that's just fine. He said, yeah, we're going to go save the favor. always been searching for the truth. Having been told so many lies, life like good music never dies. America. I love America. I am just embarrassed that it has been taken over by people like evangelicals, by people who do not believe in science and rationality. It is the 21st century, and I'll tell you, my friend, the future does not belong to religion. You're a senator. It worries me that people are running my country who believe in a talking thing. You don't have to pass an IQ test to be in the Senate, though. But you know, that's been their trick for hundreds of years. They say the word faith, and somehow we all have to back off and pretend that what they believe is not destructive. And I won't do that. There are millions of people who won't do that. The, the minority that is what I would call rationalists, that is, people who don't believe in something supernatural, that's like 20% of people under 30. That's a bigger minority than lots of minorities. They just don't speak up. I'm hoping this movement uh, will encourage people to speak up about this. But I'm not a bigot. Just because I wish for the demise of an organization that I think is entirely destructive to the human race, then I'm not a bigot because I root for their downfall. But you can't offend them. And they're perfectly within their rights to be offended. But they're not going to shut me up. And they're not going to do it by saying the magic word faith. This is what I believe. Yeah, you believe it. And I'm going to say why it's dumb. Keep it safe.
there's a really good chance that Sarah Palin could be president. Um, and I think that's a really scary thing. I just don't understand. Uh, I think the pick was made for political purposes, but in terms of governance, it's a disaster. You do the actuary tables, you know, there's a one out of three chance, if not more, that McCain doesn't survive his first term, and it'll be President Palin. And it, it's like a really bad Disney movie. You know, the hockey mom, you know, oh, I'm just a hockey mom from Alaska, and she's the president, and it's like she's facing down Vladimir Putin, and, you know, using the, you know, the, the folksy stuff she learned at the hockey, you know, rank, you know, you know it's just, it's, it's absurd. It's totally absurd, and I don't understand why more people aren't talking about it, how absurd it is. It's a really terrifying possibility. The fact that we've gotten this far, and, and we're that close to this being a reality, is I need to know if she really thinks dinosaurs were here 4,000 years ago. I want to know that. I really do. Because she's going to have the nuclear codes. Nuclear codes. Nuclear codes. something like the civil rights movement in the 1960s. I think they are ready to become activated in a dozen different ways. If we have the guts to stand up to the coal companies and the oil companies, we can move very, very rapidly. Well, the Bible tells us about a man who ruled Babylon and all its land. Found the city, he built the wall and declared that Babylon would never fall. He had concubines and wives, called as Babylon paradise. His throne, he drank and ate for Belshazzar. It was getting late. For he was leading the bounce and bounding. His kingdom was divided, it couldn't stand. He was leading the bounce and bounding. Were built on the sand. 
outside the framework of society. The artist needn't apologize because in doing that, the artist is telling us what the world should be like, even if it isn't that way now, and showing us something else, showing us what is possible. We believe that as a people living in the United States, it is our responsibility to resist the injustices done by our government in our names. Not in our names will you erode the very freedoms you have claimed to fight for. Not by our mouths will we let fear silence us. Not by our hearts, not by our will, and not in our name. We pledge to make common cause with the people of the world to bring about justice, freedom, and peace. Another world is possible, and we pledge to make it real. The decisions that have been made in Washington these past six years and the problems that have been ignored have put our country in a precarious place. Our economy is changing rapidly. Our continued dependence on oil has put our security and our very planet at risk. We're still mired in the tragic and costly war that should never have been waged. But challenging as they are, it's not the magnitude of our problems that concerns me the most. It's the smallness of our politics. America's faced big problems before. But today, our leaders in Washington seem incapable of working together in a practical, common-sense way. Politics has become so bitter and partisan, so gummed up by money and influence, that we can't tackle the big problems that demand solutions. And that's what we have to change first. We have to change our politics and come together around our common interests and concerns as Americans. This won't happen by itself. Change in our politics can only come from you. But I stand before you tonight because all across America, something is stirred. What history teaches us, that at defining moments like this one, the change we need doesn't come from Washington. Change comes to Washington. 
Change happens because the American people demand it, because they rise up and insist on new ideas and new leadership, a new politics for a new time. America, this is one of those moments. I believe that as hard as it will be, the change we need is coming. This country of ours has more wealth than any nation, but that's not what makes us rich. We have the most powerful military on earth, but that's not what makes us strong. Our universities and our culture are the envy of the world, but that's not what keeps the world coming to our shores. Instead, it is that American spirit, that American promise, that pushes us forward even when the path is uncertain, that binds us together in spite of our differences, that makes us fix our eye not on what is seen, but what is unseen, that better place around the bench. That promise is our greatest inheritance. In America, our destiny is inextricably linked. That together, our dreams can be one. We cannot walk alone. And as we walk, we must make the pledge that we shall always march ahead. We cannot turn back. America, we cannot turn back. We cannot walk alone. At this moment, in this election, we must pledge once more to march into the future. 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 Turn off your mind, relax and float downstream. It is not